You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters podcast. My name is Ian, the well-informed, and I'm here with Phil the Philip Andrew. <laughs> Still open for business even after this uh, twenty last 22 days. Um, <laughs> um, 20, a, when you say 22 <laughs> days, you mean it's more of a catch-22? or? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I unlike our government, I haven't been shut down. So, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we have to go political, don't we? But I'll just let's just say I don't want to put a wall around our podcast, and let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, technically, we're in a room that has walls. That's right, but there's also a door. There's also a door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would adore. Um, I'm not going with that joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, 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 that's as far down that hole as I want to go. Yes. Um, and uh, we also have uh, Kathy with us today, don't we? Kathy, the CSA. Hola, hola, hola. hola. <laughs> you're still. You're. We want to make sure you got included. Thank or you, this gentlemen. train went off the rails already. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, where should we begin uh, with all the, um, should we go a little bit, um, um, should we go um, a See, little but bit? Did, did, weren't you telling me about somebody who was getting sued? Um, that seems I, I, I've taken a look at our topic list, and that seems to be a running theme. It seems to be a so, running theme. Somebody getting sued in America? Somebody, somebody getting <laughs> sued? Yeah, that was that would have been a great transition if I had said, "Hey, <laughs> our um, president looks like he's going to get sued." But no, this is <laughs> totally off. Hey, this is um, totally irrelevant um, to that. Um, Which makes ever, it relevant for us. It makes it relevant for us. <laughs> but um, did you ever hear about a guy named Suya Boy? Suya Boy, Suya Boy. <laughs> um, does that have anything to do with Soldier Boy? Who was like uh, a hot flash in the pan back in the, I think, around 2008? Um, Maybe. I don't think so, but I mean, if there was a guy named Soldier Boy, I I, I honestly don't know where to go. <laughs> but uh, but he's he's getting sued now for for I um was he the one who sold the Carlton dance to uh, Epic and made him put it in Fortnite and. No, he's oh, the. He's, I'm, I'm getting all my stories of who's who's suing, who's confused. Um, yes. Um, no, he's the one who um will stop calling him Soldier Boy if that's okay with you. <laughs> Sound yeah, sounds good to me. Um, 
So we'll call him Suya Boy because Nintendo is suing your boy <laughs> for selling um um what's it called? Um consoles that are not his for egregious amounts of money. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I saw I saw these. These kind of blew up around Christmas time and uh um you know, he was selling a console with like all some insane number of games and looked like a Chinese knockoff and was putting his name on them. And, uh, you don't, that's, that's a, yeah, that's like bees to honey with Nintendo. Yeah. I, if, I mean, the thing that I've been getting from a lot of sources is that if he had, um, tried to sell them, like scalp them for, um, Say the council was um, um, maybe like fifty dollars. If he had sold them for fifty, they wouldn't have um, uh, given a shit. But no, I, no, I, th- I think Nintendo still would have sued. But, they 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 don't like anyone else profiting off their stuff. Yeah, I mean, but he um, he went kind of. Um, um, like I like to call um full McGillicuddy by mm-hmm. selling these consoles for um three times the amount they were originally um sold to the public. But, yeah, because I've I've I I've seen ads for these Chinese knockoff consoles. You know, um, you know, bef- even before Soldier Boy decided to get in, throw his hat in the ring, and you know. It's it's still it's still a bit much money, and I'm like, how are these guys not getting the pantsuit off them? I mean, he went from selling these consoles on his website to, um, I mean, with Nintendo and also Square looking to sue him, mm-hmm. they took those off the market within a week and a half. So that's that's about how I expected that to go down. I mean, there because those were their consoles, not necessarily their games. Well, not yeah, not not their consoles, but it had their intellectual property on them because the you know what these consoles were were basically you know you know emulator boxes with you know the roms loaded onto them roms from nintendo from square from probably from you know all the major games you remember growing up yeah and um for context they had like the original game boy color and they called it the um uh the soldier boy mini (laughs) oh yes Mm -hmm. among um other um among other game consoles, but, but, yeah, so he posts on a tweet maybe like a couple weeks ago saying, I'm, um, I have to leave this market by, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, um, so the, so that market returns to the domain of hackers and folks with too much time on their hands. Yes, um. Too much time on their hands and um, people. And very sketchy ethics. And sketchy ethics instead of just um, um, 
very uh, um, gray hat instead of black hat. Mm-hmm. Not to say a joke to that, but um, but no, um, it's like um, Nintendo is dancing on your boy. But <laughs> but um, speaking of um, games dancing on your boy, uh, <laughs> did you hear about Fortnite? <laughs> um, I like to pretend that I didn't, but unfortunately, I did hear. Um, I guess they put in the Carlton dance, and Carlton wasn't too happy about it because he that didn't get cut in. Yeah, he. After the game came out, there was this DLC package where, um, there was one character that, for a dance, they would do something similar to the Carlton dance, and so now, um, uh, Carlton, aka real name Alfonso Ribeiro, is um looking this um is suing Fortnite for that, thinking that... Um, I don't un- understand even how Ribeiro has standing, because wouldn't it be NBC who owns it, since they own the character? That that was what I would have assumed. Or, uh, you know, or whoever owns the uh, Fresh Prince of yeah. Bel-Air intellectual property. The production space. company or the broadcast network that mm-hmm. paid for it, or anybody but the actor who portrayed the character, I would imagine, has the rights to it. Yeah, but it brings up a little bit of a. I am not uh, a lawyer, and this is not legal advice. <laughs> Don't get your legal advice from a podcast, folks. Um, but no, that's um, that's kind. If it were his intellectual property, um, from a fair use perspective, he could sue if it was a full choreographed skit, like if. He were to do a skit for three to five minutes, or uh, anything, I mean, something longer than that, or that would technically, um, um, that's where um, they. But the he five, to t- but the five to ten seconds of the stance that's incorporated into Fortnite should it should fall under fair use, in your opinion? Is that is that what I'm hearing you say? It's yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. And to be honest, like <laughs> there is a there is a pecking order to um game development. There's um there's the game publishers who of course in this day and age get the most money, and then the game developers who um could don't get a steady income um, more often than not, and then um, um, no, I'm skipping something. Um, then there's voice actors who have a um, have a union, so they can have um, better consecutive income, but. Um, then there's Alfonso and these um, people who are doing these dance moves. I think that um, in terms of pecking order, they're like bottom of the barrel because they didn't um, exactly put 
any time and effort into the game. So you have to look at it from that perspective. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, this would be one of those things I could talk a little more intelligently if I knew what Fortnite was. But I'm not eight years old, so. Me too, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think anyone here looks or acts eight years old, except maybe me, and I don't know much about it. (laughs) But I'm just saying. Are you really eight years old, then, Ian? Can you say can you say that if you haven't if you haven't played Fortnite? Um, technically, Fortnite the game is rated T for teens, so not that it stops all the eight year olds that I see with the Fortnite shirts. But uh, you know, yes. the major retailer air quotes that I work for sells a lot of Fortnite crap. I'll tell you that. So somebody is all about it. Yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate that. Um, this um, this game in particular that's rated T is still getting sold to the kids. The t-shirts come in the kids' sizes. I know there's a lot of it in the young men's department, but there is a lot of collateral in the kids' department as well for this game. And I told you I see all those llamas. I, I thought this was like a shooting kind of game, and everything I see is like these dancing people and and pastel llamas and <laughs> – I think the from I think a llama plays a role in the game, but I'm not sure what it is. I, I just I don't even care enough to f- look into it to find out. I just not what I expected. I guess I'm not into the drama. I'm not into the, the llama. llama. Drama. <laughs> so llama? no mama llama drama for you, Ian. <laughs> yes. No problem. <laughs> uh, yes. No llama for you. Yes. <laughs> but no. Um, but no, um, so we, um, so we're all in agreement, just like last time, that none of us are interested in playing Fortnite. <laughs> nope, can't say that I am. No, we're, um, should I say, more into calling people boy and, <laughs> and talking about God of War. But. Oh, I I've been seriously tempted to uh, to uh, play through God of War again. It just <laughs> I just don't have the time to do it. But what gaming company is that? I forget. Uh, well, that's published by Sony. It's published by Sony exclusively for PlayStation Four. Yeah, so they have nothing. T- to do with like um they have nothing to do with activision <laughs> nobody wants anything to do with activision right now <laughs> apparently so <laughs> I mean, um do you um i assume all of you know what a chief financial officer right is mm. right yes um mm-hmm. within the last couple weeks um activision has um let go of two of their CFOs. <laughs> and as a result... What? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but... Um, Wait, how do you have two? Or was it two was consecutive? Say, two consecutive... Oh, okay. there we go. Within a week's time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, they had two CFOs? 
yeah. at the same time. But no, they had one CFO who um, got fired because he signed a non-compete clause, and so he went for an interview with Netflix and actually got that job, and then they bumped up another one of their other employees, the CFO, and that CFO decided that um, they would move over to Square. <laughs> so... Bottom line, nobody wants to work for Activision, apparently. <laughs> because from what I've seen, their numbers are really bad. And um, one of the main reasons was because of the announcement of the Diablo mobile game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, did not go over well at all. No. it. <laughs> um, for those... Who don't know, and that's and you're Kathy. Looking at me. <laughs> yeah, okay, here we go. Um, Diablo is a popular um, PC game that um, does well with like cutting edge PC technology. Um, and so, when... you don't think I could play it on this laptop I have here, this beauty right here? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> No, no. I, well, no. I mean, you got to you got to turn the crank on the side to get it to go a little faster. <laughs> I gotcha. So it's not a game for me. It's not. It's not a game for you. No, I'm sorry. Wah, um, wah. Um, it went straight down. So yeah, it went straight to Diablo. Went to its head. Um, but. No, a, they announced at a convention called uh, BlizzCon that um, um, – and, and folks were hyped, right? You know, however they got to that state, they were hyped for an announcement of a new Diablo game that um, they didn't know what it was going to be. Was it going to be the – was it going to be Diablo 4 perhaps? That yeah. you know, That's what the rumor mill was circulating around. No, but like, instead, they they, uh, they choose to announce Diablo Immortal for mobile, and I guess we can all play it because we all have phones. Yeah, so he, so I get it. Activision and Blizzard decided um, that it need um, that they wanted to get a wider audience, so they're we're looking to move it to mobile, but. You know, you, objectively speaking, there's nothing really wrong with that, but the announcement of it was was so botched. We're like, we're going um, later in the conference. They were like, um, how should I say this? Um, they had said that they're moving more development into mobile games, that Activision will be um, getting into the mobile space. And that's why I this guess. was the this was going to be like the first game to do that. But when you have something that is like ever mature and they um, – you know, and, the, uh, and this and this was a conference specifically for fans of Blizzard. It's you know, 
not just their hardcore fans, but their hardest core fans. I get how that would be disappointing, though, for the people who are used to that elite level and they have their computers set up for it, if I'm understanding this correctly. So then they just kind of brought it down to basic and they were expecting maybe more content for that elite level. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a, that's an, that's a fair way to state it. They did not cater toward their immediate fan bases, yeah, which is yeah. what they should have done. They said they said they, they said there'll be no um, um, PC development at this um, at this point in time that there will be later, but. I mean, Diablo 4 is coming at some point, they've assured us, but, you know, it's, you know, no timeline has been set for that. So the the fans just continue to be disappointed and, you know, they might try out this mobile game. They might not. It was a risky move. I, it was. Too bad they felt they had to spread themselves thinner, you know, like that ever-growing market that they needed to capture, but... Oh, really? That could backfire. You could lose your hardcore fans. I mean, they could move on by the time you find something else for them. Which is which is kind of what what uh, the you know folks are speculating is going to happen. Yeah, and speaking of uh, places leaving Activision, um, Bungie has left Activision and. Has taken the Destiny series um, for they will, itself. They will, yeah, they will be self-publishing uh, the uh, the Destiny series going forward. Um, I haven't heard too many. I haven't dug into too much about why why Bungie chose to make this move, but it is certainly interesting. It's it has to <laughs> not it, sure if it's rats fleeing a sinking ship or if there's something else going on it has um i would say it has to be about the money that a um either it's either the money or the cultures of bungie and activision just kind of clash and they never really had a good as good a solid working relationships we we like to think yeah and it does seem that um, there has been. I've heard a lot of um, a lot of backlash with um, this is um, messing with Steam a lot. It's messing with Valve because a lot of their games um, 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 and I'm not saying. Um, I'm saying in general how Activision's doing that I've heard a lot of um um a lot of specula um a lot of um negative news about um how Steam is just um tearing Activision apart <laughs> because of the um of Bungie leaving. <laughs> Oh, I hadn't I hadn't heard that, but do we want to talk a little more about Steam in general or I mean there you can't say much about Steam outside of their games are getting worse and worse and worse. 
because yeah. of their services, but mm-hmm. but um, what else? So, do we um, do we want to cover the uh, seven deadly sins? And how <laughs> <laughs> so, isn't isn't that an anime series? Um, that is an anime series <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I think I've seen a trailer for it, and not sure how I I don't remember it too well off the top of my head, but eh, you know I I enjoy me some anime, but uh, I don't think those are the seven deadly sins you want to talk about. Is that right? No, I I'm not going to watch that show. So obviously I'm sloth, but <laughs> 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 um, but um, I was wanting to get more into. And we can start with Activision being that all this drama within the last week, they have um, mostly a lot of what um, they've um, um, been to the gaming industry, they've resembled uh, greed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is this where, where, you know... Is it the case where anybody who uh, sell, can sell you a red dot on your screen for a dollar is kind of kind of greedy? Um, I mean, are we talking more like Red Dead Redemption or <laughs> no? In, the, in no. the latest Call of Duty, there was a DLC pack you could buy that was literally a red dot. Um, you know, like the kind you might see on a sniper rifle. Um, you could spend the equivalent of a dollar to put that in your game. I heard about that, but I'm not going to pay that because I can already connect the dots. <laughs> well, and I I haven't bought Black Ops 4, nor am I going to, but you know, this, this would make me not want to buy it. Uh, I mean, the more they try to monetize um, the games to um, – how should I say this um, – the more you monetize certain things, the less um, less people are going to buy it. That's just the way of um, supply and demand. If you make something too expensive, then more people will just stop buying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's <laughs> you um, within a market, you can't um, grow too much too fast and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if you know, and it, you know, it's fine to charge you know charge folks for additional services, but you know, if, if folks feel like they're going to be nickel and dimed every every time they turn around, um, spe- you know, especially in a game like Call of Duty, um, you know, they they're going to move on. The audience is going to move on. You know, and I think, you know, and I think we're starting to see that. Um, you know, the numbers for Call of Duty are kind of been slipping from on a year to year basis. From yeah. what I've heard, so because their model, I mean, like Activision's model, has always been like a live service, but you constantly have to. Um, I get it. Activision is like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But a Having a game on a system, you have to expand on it more and more. That's why, like, 
Super Mario Brothers is as popular as it is because um, um, the first game was a point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, Super, uh, I won't go into Super Mario Brothers two, but <laughs> I like it. But <laughs> it, it's it's it was a different direction. It, it was it was fine for what it was, but uh, it kind of doesn't fit with our with with our analogy here. Um, Super Mario Brothers three was even though it was um, just like the first. Um, it was still point A to point B, but there were a, some point C's and point D's you could go to. Um, it was more of a exploration game, mm-hmm. and of course, World Three was by far the hardest, <laughs> but. Um, that was the water world, right? Yes, that okay. was the water world with the boss being <laughs> Wendy, and I would always get hit by those rings. <laughs> oh, gosh. See, that one, that one, that one usually wasn't too bad for me. Um, um, but I think that's one deadly sin that we've covered. Let's, um, cover a couple more, I guess. Um, um, would you agree that um, Capcom is envy? And I'm not very good at um, definitions of envy, though. <laughs> envy, you know, it's it kind of means you know you 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 want what other other folks have, and um, I've you know. I'm not familiar enough with uh, Capcom to know, you know. I've always thought of them as one of still one of the good developers, so they and good it, publishers. So yeah, they're relatively good, but then they do stuff like within their most popular titles, like um, oh, like the Mega Man series mm-hmm. or. Oh, like Street Fighter Five though is monetized, and they're putting in ads into it, onto the Street Fighter costumes, and I don't think folks are liking that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I didn't expect that. <laughs> like the indie cars, they put like little sponsors on. Yes, it. exactly. Yes. <laughs> like there's this guy who looks like Mike Tyson with the boxing gloves, and they have. Um, like advertisements on his boxing gloves. What are they? Chest. What are they? What are the ads? I, <laughs> I need to know. It's for one of their, um, like one of their tournaments that they're sponsoring. Oh. Yep. I wanted to see what product that was going to be that would go with the. It's, <laughs> it's but the but the frame but the framework is there that you know. If they're not going to hype, you know, promote one of their tournaments, they could, you know, promote a real world product in this way. And that's I, what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> Knockout laundry stains, <laughs> like boxing gloves. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yes, we just need if, if, and if we and if we see this in uh, in a future Street Fighter Five update, we we know where the idea oh. originated. I think. <laughs> yes, we just need a character that's. Named Tide, so whenever we um, pick a character, we could potentially turn the tide. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's a little bit of. I don't know if I'm exactly covering how Envy is, but 
Yeah, I, guess I, I yeah, I, I I didn't see the video. This this uh, discussion is based on some. I'm there's something I'm missing. Um, you know, and uh, do you want to? Should we move on to a different uh, deadly sin? Um, we could get into the one we talk about on this podcast literally the most. <laughs> Which one is that? Um, <laughs> they go by um. <laughs> Electronic arts. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. So, you know, I would have thought they they would have been greed as well. They are greed. They're from what um, people who have seen this, I, who have seen the comment, um, EA could potentially be all the deadly sins. In this. They could, yes. Yes. But... Um, but, uh, they're slotted and they're put into the pride uh, slot that I see because just for a chance for a joke because and they pride their works like um, FIFA uh-huh. and um, yeah over the last couple of weeks I came to find out um, there are family members that have the FIFA game so I'm like. Um, I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> please, um, if you have a credit card, please let that exit the room, the house. Mm-hmm. Um, put it in a lock safe <laughs> because FIFA's going to come get it. FIFA's going to come get it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, they take their. I'm not. Um, I'm not very good at explaining what pride is. <laughs> um, pride is, you know, kind of a, you know, when you feel that rightly or wrongly that you are the best, and you know, everyone should should be looking up to you. Um, that's one definition, and that's probably the one that fits EA the best. I mean, yeah, they. Um, if you've heard about this, Kathy, I'm pretty sure you haven't. Um, <laughs> EA decided to um, – um, there's these things called loot boxes. They've decided that with their games that they're going to keep those loot boxes in their games. And now like another country, Belgium, is – uh, suing them for that, and they will not take them out. Now, I have heard you guys talk about this, Ian, right here in this room. <laughs> well, yeah, just oh, I was just that, making sure. Yeah, then that yeah, that definitely fits a prideful spot. Then yeah, and you know we know what happens before a fall, um, as far as pride goes. So. Uh, which other game company should we talk about? And we talked about greed. We talked. We could talk wrath. Okay. Um. Let's see. Who who's a pretty wrathful company these days? I mean, do you know anyone who um um blacklists um um not game developers, but just um. Um, game journalism. 
Uh, I think most of them have at some point and it usually backfires. Yeah, but, um, but I, there, there was one company who I think prevented their main one of their developers from going to accept uh, some lifetime achievement award. I want to say the name rhymes with Momami or something like that. I was going to say it rhymes with economy. <laughs> and given how the U.S. economy is doing right now, it's more befitting. <laughs> um, but no, um, I think it's um, just like uh, Soja Boy um, – most people call them Konami. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a they, minute, wait they a minute. haven't done anything in a while. That's why I couldn't remember who they were. Since yeah. we're pronouncing things, and this is long past the time I should have asked, but spell that. Are you saying sold ya boy? S-O-U-J-A. Boy. <laughs> That's how he spells his name. Okay. At first, I thought you were saying Soldier Boy, and then I, and then after you were talking about all the stuff like he was selling, I thought you were saying Sold Ya Boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you guys? What? Okay, all right, all right. Well, Go ahead. Sorry. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Oh, oh, well. I think you left out an L. S O L S O U L J. It could be that. I keep seeing. Um, um, what's it called? Um, articles that, but S O U J A, but it could be think, the yeah. Same. There's an L. Uh, oh, I got you. He soul. rose to prominence. Yeah, soul. He gotcha. rose to prominence in 2007 with the song "Crank That." Sorry. And yeah. then, <laughs> and then, Sorry. and then, and then he. Um, <laughs> and you're gonna find this funny because this is kind of a. Um, um, a YouTube type of um thing. He accidentally um erased his YouTube channel that had, I want to say, three million subscribers on it. <laughs> so accidentally, there is an air quotes, right? <gasps> yes, accidentally. Yes. Okay. Why? Yes. Why would he do that? Because it was. Bad and he didn't want anyone to see it anymore? No, no, he clicked on the wrong thing and there goes your boy. So he really did. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. No, yeah. we were we were talking about Konami and how... Um, how they just ha- exercised this vendetta against uh, Hideo Kojima. And other... Um, Basically, anybody who still has to work for them, they treat basically like prisoners. And it's a bit unfortunate. I mean, I'm, they've gotten more into the arcade system um, market now, but um, yeah, their games after Hideo Kojima have um, suffered. I'll say that. But they're basically they're very, not making games like they used to anymore. They're very raffle in the fact that they will blacklist most any um, game uh, journalist. So, so but, I'm guessing we'll be blacklisted now by them. 
No. Uh oh. There's only um, there's only three people in here who are white, and then there's one who's half black. I won't say who, but. <laughs> but All right, no. it's me. It's <laughs> it's Kathy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but no. Um, and I don't think we need to. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time, do we? No, we might have to. Come, we might have to come back to the other others, other deadly sins, another week. I think. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that will affect your boo, wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll manage. Um, I'll get by. You'll get by. I'll You'll get, get by. You'll... Good. Um, so could. Kathy, do you mind cheering us up mm-hmm. and making sure that <laughs> we um, – because um, uh, we had talked um, before the podcast that um, you knew of this um, mm-hmm. service place and I wanted to talk oh. with you about it. Okay. So we had talked about the Boys Hope, Girls Hope. Academy. Is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which you actually work there, Ian, so you are much more knowledgeable on this topic than I am. Yeah. I do understand the basis of what they do, which is, you know, wonderful service and helping people who are in danger of uh, falling through the educational system cracks. Um, And there is a lot of need for that especially in this state given um the mm-hmm. EAA and given games like Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> that make you have to do the Carlton dance <laughs> yeah. because we can blame it on a lot of things much more than the gaming system there's there's quite a, a few problems that lead up to perpetuating this but um I'm happy to hear that there are organizations out there that are helping to combat this problem. I mean, like, their mission is to make sure that um, kids don't end up on the streets. Impoverished children who are at risk. Um, They set up educational plans for them. They have groups that support them, and they make sure that they graduate high school. And now they have um, also encompassed their college education that they're supporting them through. Right. So they're they're helping those in need get an education to hopefully stop the uh, circle of poverty in the families and give them a chance at uh, contributing more than they would had they not had the support. Yeah, like um, most of what I've done within um – like service-wise or even work-wise, um, work to help um, keep uh, keep people in their properties. And um, even though place I work that is um, um, was in Detroit, this is um, there's one in Detroit, and I um, mainly did service. And the one near Sterling Heights, I 
can't I I'm not a hundred percent sure where it is. Well, this, this is international. They also have affiliates in other countries, and from what I've seen, on is it's mostly Hispanic-based cultures where they have these other affiliate schools, but they are expanding internationally. Yeah. So it's not just Detroit. There's 18 affiliates right now. That's um, that's great. Like the last time I was there, and I know this is kind of one of my older. Um, service places there was maybe like five that i knew about and uh what i mainly did with the group that i was working with they uh basically um just played games with the kids but it's good to see that a Back then, it was more of youth. It was more anywhere between 6 and 18. But it's good that they're expanding uh, to college. Yes. <laughs> and yes. that they're getting bigger. And <laughs> Yeah. They actually are um, 35 years old this year. They had their 30th anniversary in 2014. And that's when they started encompassing the college programs. They were – no, this is um, – I've kind of just I <laughs> wish I had more time to see them but um yeah it was nearing like their 25 years since I last saw them. So what you were participating in sounds to me like the family environment that they're striving for. Yeah. But they also do help them with faith-based living they help them with schoolwork they they help them with the whole role they show give them role models so i'm sure you were a good role model for those kids back then ian uh hopefully and still I would mean, be if you felt like uh rejoining that cause yeah i mean i it's something uh, it's something that i would um probably want to get back into All right yeah but um yeah they are also, let's just say, um, right now the closest event they have to raise money is they're working with the auto show. So the charity preview at the auto show, some of that money is being donated to them. So anybody who is involved in that, that's another way to help if you don't want to do the volunteer part. Awesome. Awesome and awesome. Um, uh, Phil, um, uh, what do you... Um, does it sound like a good college or something that you would do in your spare time? If I had spare time, it would be something I would look into. Um, I'm always for uh, causes that uh, you know support those who who need it and who are willing to put in the work themselves to uh, get that leg up. Um, well- Here's something, and I don't mean to cut you off, Phil, but here's something else I wanted to bring up today because we had been talking about family. And you make a very good point, uh, Phil. We're, you know, we're, we're all extremely busy these days, and sometimes it's harder, you know, when you have young kids like you do to get out there and to actually do work in the community. But let's not forget about our own families. Let's not forget about volunteering to help our own families. Yeah whether it's the elderly or the young, or I'm sure you or your wife does things with the kids' school when they have field trips or parents' days. So let's let's remember to help take care of our family, whether our older relatives need their grass cut or a young niece needs someone maybe to watch her baby while she does something. So let's remember to take care of our families too. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. 
Yeah, and that's actually a very good transition to something that is hard to talk about. Um, and, um, we were scheduled to um, um, do an episode last weekend, but um, my um, grandpa passed, and um, a little bit of, um, I'll give a little bit about him, a lot about what he means to me is that, um, like, with my father, he, um, um, with him, it feels, um, he was, my grandpa was always about, um, um, having a good sense of humor, having, um, being dedicated in your work and, um, I want to kind of, um, thank him for, um, being, um, being that motivator for me with this and, um, yeah, I, he, um, um, a lot of my relatives and friends who knew him said he very much, um, looked up to me and I know, I would say that it's not about me. It's about, um, being able to give to family, like you said, Kathy, and, um, when things go awry, like, um, should I, should we talk more about, um, <laughs> um, government and how that was kind of my backup plan? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> Thank and you. The less we talk about go the government these yeah. days, the happier I think we'll all be. Yeah. Uh, happy. <laughs> yes. But don't play We Happy Few, right? <laughs> Don't do that either. Don't do that either. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I just, I'm happy to have him as a motivator. And I think that um, I just wish that he could have been able to see this. <laughs> and... That's a little bit more of um, my heart to heart on that. I um, not um, don't show that that often, but yeah. I know um, that was hard for you, but we're all very sorry about your grandfather, and I know that he was proud of you, Ian. Thanks, um, but yeah, do we? Um, do we have anything else outside of that, outside of um, me forgetting to say it's not unusual to be sued by anyone or <laughs> everyone? <laughs> Especially if you're Soldier Boy. Especially if you're Soldier Boy, but not Carlton Banks. <laughs> no. No. Now if we can just get uh, Carlton and uh, Soldier Boy to square off in the legal arena against each other. I wonder, wonder, <laughs> no. I wonder who'd pay to see that. 
it would have I mean, their sponsor would have to be Jake Paul, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they would have, or maybe, or or maybe, maybe they, or would, maybe we just have them have a dance off. They have them have a dance off. <laughs> no, <laughs> and we could um, put in uh, John Travolta, and then they could just have a, <laughs> a face off. <laughs> If you will, that's that's a that's a deep cut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, um, so we don't have anything else. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm good. I'm good. Um, but um, Kathy, um, where can we find you? <laughs> Stop asking me that. <laughs> okay. Right here. Right, right here. Right here. Right now. Um, um, uh, Phil, where can we find you? Um, you can probably find me um, looking, you know, find me in a secret corner of my house uh, playing God of War again. Um. You're gonna keep playing God of War. I'm gonna make a, um, what's it called? A company called Artistic Vision, so it can parody Activision now. <laughs> oh, there you go. But you can find how many C how many CFOs are you gonna go through in a week? <laughs> um, I assume that's um, short for lunch, but <laughs> <laughs> and that would be seven. <laughs> Pull that full that's, circle. That's a good plan. <laughs> that's the best plan I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs>